Cold calling sucks. Knocking on doors sucks. Talking to strangers sucks. Selling stuff the way you were taught to sell stuff absolutely sucks. Hey there, workplace warriors. If you are looking to build profitable, lifelong relationships, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Do This, Sell More podcast, where you can make more money than you ever imagined and still get home in time for dinner. Don't miss out on expert tips and strategies from best-selling author Dave Lorenzo and his high-performing guests. The formula is easy. Listen and take action. In other words, do this, sell more. Now here's your host, the master of relationship sales strategy himself, Dave Lorenzo. Welcome to another edition of the Do This, Sell More show. I'm your host, Dave Lorenzo, and today we're talking about publicity and we're talking about book publicity specifically. Those of you who know me, those of you who are in professional services know that I love the written word. I particularly love books. And the reason that I love books is because it helps you with the three things that are most important for anyone who's in professional services. It helps you with credibility, it helps you with visibility, and it helps you with differentiation. Well, as I am known to do, I scour the earth looking for the best people to bring to you to help you with these topics. And today, we have a gentleman named Scott Lorenz, and he is a book publicist but he has worked on all aspects of PR. Now, let me read his bio to you, because today what we're gonna talk about is what PR is good for. We're gonna talk about books specifically, and we're gonna talk about how you can leverage a book. I know you have a book inside you, how you can leverage a book to grow your professional practice or leverage a book to grow your business, even if you're an entrepreneur. Let me tell you a little bit about Scott first. Scott is a book publicist, and he's the president of Westwind Communications. And Westwind is a public relations and marketing firm with a special knack for working with authors and entrepreneurs to help them get all the publicity they deserve and more. And one of the reasons I was really drawn to Scott's bio is because Scott works with professionals, not just people who write books on a whim. He works with doctors. He works with lawyers. He worked with a former Navy SEAL. He's worked with CEOs. He's worked with fitness gurus. Pretty much, you name it, Scott's worked with them. He's also taught a course at the Learning Annex in New York City. And those of you who are from New York City, and I know we have quite a few folks out there who watch us on YouTube, who live in New York, you're familiar with what the Learning Annex is. The Learning Annex teaches people It's really professional education. Well, Scott taught the course in PR at the Learning Annex in New York City. He's been featured on Good Morning America, CNN, ABC Nightly News. The people who have written books and he's represented have been featured on CNN, ABC Nightly News, Nightline Time, PBS. I mean, you name it, he's got them placed everywhere. So I couldn't find a better person to bring to you to talk about PR and books than Scott. Scott Lorenz, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, David. Great to be here. Appreciate it. I love your last name, too, by the way. Cool. <laughs> my, my last name and your last name fit together perfectly, and we even wore the uniform to make yeah. sure that everybody knew. <laughs> All right, Scott, let's talk about PR in general. So I meet a lot of people, particularly professionals, who say to me, Hey, listen, Dave, if I could just get on the Today Show, that's all my business would need. Is that true? 
Well, for some people, it is true. I, I will say, I mean, PR has launched many businesses. It's launched many ideas, inventions, and we find out about new ideas, new inventions through the media. I mean, most of the time. I mean, now there's platforms like Kickstarter and there's uh, Facebook and other methods to uh, get the word out. But we find out still about most things through the media, TV, radio, newspaper, magazine. All right, so I want to get the word out about my new business. I can't just go on TV or I can't just go to the Wall Street Journal and say, hey, you should write an article about my business, right? What do people do to get publicity for their business? How does that work? Well, let me tell you about how it, it's more difficult today than it ever has been, okay? Uh, I remember I was in the Detroit News one time in the bowels of the company, and there were 20 giant mailbags. And you know the old mailbags that are like a garbage bag? filled with letters, okay? And I asked the mailroom clerk, I said, so what are all those, like invoices? I go, no, those are like press release. They go, you gotta be kidding me. And he was taking them up to the newsroom to have them open them up. Then it was the fax machine. Then it was a really great thing with the faxes. I could shoot them right into the newsroom. They got them, they saw them, then that went haywire. Then it was email. Email was great, and then forget that now. And then voicemail. It used to be you could actually call people up on the phone, but now they, you know, they just take a message for everything, voicemail. And so you really got to reach out to people in, in interesting ways like Facebook, LinkedIn. I, I'll do quite a lot of things. I've actually camped out of a couple studios and said, hey, you got to talk to my client. This is a great story. And it's like, oh, my God. You know? And it's like you haven't responded to my email. And I know you would, but you must not be getting it. So I'm here to show you this thing. And they go, oh, yeah, this is great. I'm sorry, I didn't get your email. I only get 500 a day. So that's what goes on. So anyway, what was your question about the, uh, the whole, I mean, really, you just can't walk into the studios anymore. Like I was at a local Detroit station here a few weeks ago. Literally, I walked around the building three times. I could not get in the building. It's on lockdown. There's a lady behind a desk. There's a buzzer. There's a this and a that. You can't get in. They think half the people dropping off a box like is a bomb or something. I don't know. It's, it's a weird world we live in. You know, it's just crazy now. So what do you do in order to get your clients in front of the people who need to make decisions? I mean, I actually, first, let's talk about who those people are, right? So for TV, it's producers. For, right. new, for newspapers, is it editors or writers? Who is it? It's at all levels. It's at all levels, okay? And TV, it's the producers. It's the reporters oftentimes. It's the overnight guy. It's the guy that does the planning uh, three weeks ahead of time or four weeks or five weeks ahead of time. In the newspaper business, it's the guy right on the street, the reporter that covers that issue, or it's the person in the newsroom, the features editor. On uh, the news media, uh, is like a newspaper, it's better, I think, to go right directly to the reporter who covers the beat because they're the ones that are looking for the interesting stories. And then they go, hey, I like it. And then they pitch it to the boss. The boss says, yeah, that's great. Go do it. Okay, that happens a lot these days. But it's uh, like we had the, just the other day, I had an uh, environmental story. And so I saw a story uh, in the online version from a TV station. And so I pitched that guy, that reporter, a story that was relevant that we're working on. And he said, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> he covered the whole thing, interviewed my client, and uh, wrote up a great story and published it. And so that was one hit, boom. And I could sit there and tell you all day long how unusual that is compared to some of the things you got to do today, really, to get the word out. It's tough. It's way tougher than it used to be. Does it still make sense, Scott, to do press releases? Does it, yeah. do, do they still work? 
press releases are still very effective because here's why. A press release, you got to have a pitch. You got to say, look at it as a, an introduction. If I were to introduce you to my friend, just like you had just introduced me, you're introducing me to your clients. You didn't tell them the whole thing. You didn't give my life story. You just said, here's this guy. He can do this, this, and this. Here's his background, blah, blah, blah. Boom. That was the introduction. The biography, the visit to my website, that's where you get the whole enchilada and you can find out more about me. Then we can talk, okay? That's how that whole process works. But you didn't like give me the whole, you know, you didn't give me the whole book at one time. You gave me the introduction, okay? You gave, that's what you, that's what we do in PR. We introduce the client to the media and see if there's any, hey, you want a date? Do you want to have a cup of coffee? Do you want to have a drink? This is a conversation. And they say, yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, now then let's talk about a, a relationship. You just don't dive into a long-term relationship in five minutes, okay? If you know what no, I mean. I, I get it. I, I understand. Is it helpful, Scott, if you hook on to something that's currently in the news or if you, if oh. you work up the story partially for the reporter? How do you do it? Give me how you, how, how you connect with these folks in a way that interests them. Okay, so the religious reporter is not interested in hearing about something that has to do with, uh, you know, the oil industry, okay? They're not interested. The guy that covers business doesn't want to hear about your event at a local church, okay, or something like that. I mean, so you got to get the right person, you find the right person and the media and pitch them the story idea that's relevant. Like this guy here that I talked about a minute ago, that was an environmental reporter, and I pitched him an environmental story about the same, you know, the things that he's interested in. So it was a hit. And I was confident it was going to be a nice hit because it was relevant. And so you've got to get the right person and you got to ask a question. People immediately usually start selling right away, especially authors. I hate to tell you, but authors uh, in general can't believe that people are not interested in their book. <laughs> they just can't believe it. They're shocked. What do you mean? I even have had clients, I've even had just at almost a couple times a week, I have an author who'll say, just read my book. You'll be convinced. I go, look, this is not a, a genre that I'm going to have any luck with at all because of it's, I, this is one of those things that just, it's too esoteric or, or you know, I, I try to be polite and nice to people, but sometimes it's like, hey, you don't have the credentials to be writing about something that's, you know, has to do with science. And, uh, the media aren't, aren't going to bite on it. You know, it's just that simple. I mean, I know, uh, but you know, the, one of the, one of the real benefits of hiring a pro like you, there's two benefits in, in, along the lines of what we're talking about right now. One of the big benefits is you spend all day, every day, and you spent your entire career understanding what these reporters, what the producers, what the editors are looking for. Right. If I wanted to do that, let's just take CNBC. It would take me six months just to get up to speed and figure out who was a producer, who was a booker, who had decision-making authority, what beat do they cover, what are they interested in right now today. Right. And then even after I do all that stuff, the news could change everything. It did, exactly. Your job is to stay on top of that. That's why I see so many people who say to me all the time, and this is, it's, this is particularly true of authors too. Listen, I don't want to spend money on a publicist. I can just send out a bunch of press releases myself. And you know what that is? That's like taking a handful of money and just throwing it out the window. Because right. you're, you're, just, you're going to have to get lucky. 
you can Google, you can, you can go see a doctor or you can Google every disease that's ever been known to mankind on Google and Bing, okay? You can do that. Or do you want to go to a doctor? <laughs> it's that simple. And for the same reason that I don't know everything about brain surgery or LASIK eye surgery or something, but I, I can sell it, okay? Oftentimes I can sell what I don't really totally understand 100% because I know what the, the public is interested in. It really boils down to the news media's audience, okay? Who is their audience? I know what the audience is interested in most of the time, as opposed to knowing exactly what they might be looking for in the media. It's funny business how it all works, uh, but you do have to follow the news. You have to be on top of the thing. And it's a, it shifts. Like look at today, today the, you know, the Iranians shot down one of our drones, allegedly. Is it true or not? I don't know. I mean, we don't know yet. But guess what? Somebody who wants to, somebody who is an oil expert is going to be in high demand because if there's uh, escalation, then guess what? Oil prices are going to be impacted more than likely. What does that mean to the U.S. economy? That's the guy they want to talk to today, not the right. guy that's talking about the uh, earthquakes in uh, Utah. You got to be focused on what it is that they're looking for, or likely to be looking for. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Scott Lorenz. You can find him online. I want you to go to his website. His website, and you got to follow me carefully, it's book-marketing-expert.com. And for those of you who are from New York like me and you don't know what a hyphen is, it's that little dash. So book-marketing-expert.com. Scott Lorenz, if you want to write a book, this is the guy to see about getting some publicity, getting the word out about your book. Here's the thing I want to talk about now, Scott, when it comes to publicity. You guys who are publicists for books really, I think, get a boost now from the internet because if you write a good press release, that press release will live forever online. Tell the folks who are watching a little bit about how that works and how that has helped some of your clients. So a press release has a headline, it has a dateline, which like dateline city of where the news is happening or the dateline of where the author is or whatever. And then it has an introduction about the actual book itself and the author and why people might be interested in it and where it can be found and so forth. Then we send it to the various news outlets and certain cases, it can, it can live forever, like on LexisNexis, it can live forever online at various sites. We can uh, send a release and put it into various services. It'll actually live in perpetuity, as long as the internet's around, I guess, and as long as that company's around that hosts the, the thing. And so it can be found. It can be, it's searchable. It can be found. If someone's looking for that topic that you're interested in. Now, a novel... Hey, no, not very many people are looking for a topic that the novel might be, you know, written about. Okay, but it's a business topic or a how-to topic or a informational topic. That stuff is what somebody's actually searching us, so they can be found. So that's how it could be helpful to you online. All right, now let's talk a little bit about uh, about writing books because I work with a lot of professionals who are very smart and they have a whole breadth of information on a specific topic. And when I say to them, listen there's an audience for this book and the audience for this book is anyone who's interested in your services rather than send them a business card you can send them this 200 page book that you've written that you get printed in a print on demand way you can even get it done through amazon now amazon's uh, in the in the print on demand business so talk to me about 
books and particularly self-published books and some success you've seen with people who are professionals using self-published books? Okay, so in, a, in the word self-published is oftentimes people will use a, a publishing assistant and they go through a small publishing house, okay? And so it doesn't look like it's self-published, so to speak, but the reference or the, uh, the implication from the term self-published is uh, not as bad as it used to be, say, 10 years ago even, okay? A lot of people, though, that use small publishing houses because they are in that space. They're in the space that actually does a lot of books in a, uh, a certain genre. This is a great book here. This is a book called uh, Your Body's Chemical Burden. And this is about all the toxins that are in the workplace, in the home, and everywhere. The author is a Michigan author, and she is an expert in this field. I mean, there are so many things that are in our homes, Teflon pans, plastic wraps, all kinds of stuff, not to mention the PFAs in our water and so forth. And she talks about that. I saw her give a speech, a one-hour speech, and uh, didn't look at any notes, gave it right off the cuff, and had all kinds of details. She had slides behind her for reference to the audience just further proves her expertise and demonstrates her expertise. She would make a great TED speaker, okay, for TEDx. And she's also on the, will be on the speaking circuit, you know, covering the topic that she's an expert in. Okay, her name is Cindy Clements, and she's an adjunct professor at Eastern Michigan University. This is just one. And this book just helps, you know, further demonstrate her expertise. I mean, you're going to want to talk to somebody that has a book that's pretty smart, or, or, or it's really smart, or you have somebody who's thinking about writing a book who is uh, also pretty smart. I mean, you're going to take the person with the book, okay? It's that simple. Sorry about that. Here's another book about morally responsible investing. What that is, is uh, investing in funds and in, in companies that have a interest in, you know, family issues, uh, Catholic values, and so forth. They've got over $2 billion in under management, okay? They're looking for people that might be interested in their philosophy and investing in their funds. And the book, again, helps demonstrate their expertise. So there's a couple of good ones right there. You hit on a couple of really important things. The first thing is, and, and I go back to something that one of my college professors used to say all the time that stuck with me to this day, and I've been, I've been out of school for 100 years. And she used to say all the time, the way you write is the way you think. And what she was referring to is, you know, don't give me any crap on a paper uh, with muddled thinking. But the way I use it in my business is I say to my clients, look, if you're going to write an article, whether it's posted on your blog or whether you're going to pitch it to somebody to, to have it run somewhere, or if you're going to write a book, you need to structure it in a way that gives people a window into who you are and how you work. And that's what books are really good for. If you want to hire somebody as an expert, let's say you wanted to hire a cosmetic surgeon. If you read the book the cosmetic surgeon wrote before you decided to hire him or her, you would have an understanding for how they worked and what their approach was and how they got to the place where they were. And it's so much more impactful than if they just stood there in the three minutes they have before the consultation to tell you who they are. Exactly. So that's one thing. You know, the second thing that really, that really hits home with me is when you hand somebody a book, even a self-published book, it looks so crisp and so professional that it just presents you in a way that elevates you compared to everybody else who does what you do. It is, it is the ultimate in differentiation. 
Yeah, the ultimate calling card is what I always say. It's the ultimate calling card because it makes it separates you from all the other people who are handing over a dog ear card or a, referring people to a website that's you know 15 years out of date. So right. the book is is good, and I recommend people you know go with uh, if they're trying to put their business out front a, a hardcover book, nice nice book that has good graphics and images and photos and just and lay it out right. I mean, sometimes books are just printed words, okay, cover to cover, and that's it. And there's others that are excellent, and they're well, well prepared. And it's also a reflection on you. This is a book by Dan Milstein. He is a, uh, one of the top, the top mortgage uh, broker in the country for years and years. And uh, then he has, uh, his book is appropriately titled, Rule Number One, Don't Be Number Two. And that's his, that's his thinking. He's number one on everything he does. And he inspires people at all levels. He uh, is also the hockey agent for Pavel Dotsuk, one of the top hockey players in history, and also uh, worked because he's Ukrainian. He immigrated to the U.S. from Ukraine right as on the day of the fall of the Soviet Union. He speaks Russian, and so now he represents a number of Russian players. And these books definitely help, you know, show people that he is a credible person and written multi many books and a bestseller in, in a couple of them. And is just it just demonstrates his expertise. So it's really helpful, I'm sure, in his uh, career and so forth. Is it easier to get someone with a book in front of the media than somebody who's just uh, just an expert in general? Uh, if you have a book, it's better. It really is. It depends on what you're doing. Okay, I was I'm working with three guys who were paddling uh, across Lake Erie on a paddleboard, and they just finished up their event yesterday, and they paddled 70 miles. They did accomplish something very great. They went started at Belle Isle on the Detroit River, rode down the river, and then ended up at uh, in in Ohio at, at the Catawba Island, seventy miles, and all for the idea of uh, standing up for the Great Lakes. The idea, in fact, their their entity is called Stand Up for Great Lakes, and people donated after hearing the story in the media. They've they've already hit fifteen thousand dollars because, uh, and the money goes towards uh, helping with uh, actually funding some of the uh, buoys that go out in Lake Erie that uh, measure the toxic algae bloom. So these are guys that are doing something. And when you do something important, guess what? The media is interested, okay? So you don't need a book. If you do something important, they, they actually will cover it. And if you do something interesting, they will cover it. If you do something visual, TV loves visual. They were all over this. We had ABC, CBS, Fox, and CBC in, in Canada covering this thing with cameras, drones, boats. It was a real scene, I'll tell you. And that's as good as you can get in most marketplaces, ABC, NBC, CBS, and, you know, Canada. <laughs> if you want to, uh, if, you're, if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening on the podcast and you want to see this, Scott, I saw this on your website. Was it, is it Book Marketing Expert or was it Westwind uh, Company, the Westwind Company? Westwindcos.com is another one. What? Westwindcos.com. Scott has a picture of these guys, and I was just amazed that they, I, I like, how many kilometers was that? That was unbelievable. 38. I actually know that off the top of my head because we just did half. I just saw it in the Canadian newspaper. That's why I know. They uh, converted my 70 miles to 138 miles. So, 138. Yeah, that stood out to me when I saw it on your website. It just jumped right out at me. Now, let's talk a little bit about how you help authors get publicity. So, 
uh, I'm an author, okay? I've written three books. Uh, the last one I did was with Wiley. The one before that was with a small legal publisher. The one before that was self-published. Over the last 12 years, I've written three books. I come to you and I go, hey, Scott, listen. I got this book. It's been out for a year, the 60-second sale. I'm doing all kinds of great things. What can you do to help me give this book life, give this book legs beyond the, the 12,000 copies we've sold? Okay, so that's great. So this author here uh, wrote a book that we, our team, and he and I, the three of us, uh, three, three, four of us on the phone, named called the ABC of Sales. The ABC of Sales. And it gives a subtle, uh, the other subtle closing in there is always be closing ABC. And also indicates, uh, you know, it has a double meaning. So it's all positive. So how would we, how do we promote that book? We went out and contacted sales organizations, people, people that write about sales and write about business. Every business has to have a sale. If you don't have sales, you're going out of business, okay? So most businesses are interested in sales and sales techniques, sales methodology, whatever works, okay? Today, something works. Tomorrow, it won't work. So anybody can speak to these issues about how to make something work, how to improve their efficiency, how to get the guys motivated, so to speak, you know, whatever it takes. So we're, people are always looking for this, okay? So we're pitching, we're pitching people who write about this, but also, we're writing articles about it, okay? So you have a body of work, okay, I'm sure. So some of these uh, chapters also would probably make some good articles. So we take uh, those things, maybe edit them down to like a thousand words, and that would push them out on various places, such as LinkedIn. For sure, for business, they'd be all over LinkedIn. I would have come up with some graphics, and then we'd promote the heck out of those. I'd also make sure they were promoted on your blog. If you don't have a blog, you should have a blog that talks about just those things. On my blog, it's called book, sorry about the dashes, but book-publicist.com. And for those that uh, need a translation, it's book-publicist.com. And it's a, that's just focused on articles that I've written on the topic of books and publicity and marketing. So it's a single vertical of those uh, items. So people can then find those. There's no BS there. It's just those articles. There's a little BS because it's about, yeah, I got a little bit of, you know, how you get a hold of me and stuff like that. But for the most part, I mean, it's, it's all these articles. So you could search there for articles. I just wrote one today on the topic of Kickstarter, how to use Kickstarter to fund your book. A lot of, a lot of authors just like they, they get to the goal line, they can't take the ball over the goal line because they don't have any money to promote it. They can hit publish on Amazon, but they can't, they can't go any further. So Kickstarter is a way for some people to help, you know, get some friends, family, whoever, uh, strangers to fund your book. If it's an issue book, there may be people that will support it. Uh, you'd be surprised how many Kickstarter projects are funded by family members. This is a way to get their family involved and through guilt or whatever you want to call it. Sometimes people will throw in money. It's a fact. I've seen it. I know about it. It's one way to get something from Uncle Charlie, who's never did, did, did given you anything at all. So that's really interesting. Have you have you done anything with? I, I've seen a couple of people do like sponsored books, like books they've written for companies. Have right. you have you worked with anybody who's done that? How does that go? Uh, let's see. I've I know about some folks that have done those things. I knew a lady. I met a lady um, at an event. She wrote a book about mortgages, how to get a mortgage for African-Americans or other minorities or whatever. I think it was something along those lines. And it was a very useful book and helpful book. Well, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, one of those two, 
fund her, the, her for the book. And, you know, she got a nice check, six figures. And they said, we want to publish your book. We want to give it to, you know, whatever bankers, whatever they did with it. And they, they wrote her, I think it was a million dollar check. Okay. From wow. What I, yeah. From what I understand. Uh, so that is possible. Insurance companies will often say, hey, uh, get it's like getting a free test drive in a car dealer. Hey, come on in and get a free test drive of a test drive this car and we'll give you a free iPad or whatever. I mean, that's going on in some businesses. So in some entities, it's, hey, uh, we'll give you this uh, book on how to save money and make money and whatever it is. And it's got to be relevant to that business. Okay, but I've seen that quite a lot. So those are harder to sell, but they're out there. They're out there. We had one we almost had sold. It was like this close. Uh, it was a book about uh, dogs, dogs and cats and animals and, you know, the, the uh, rescue of these animals. And we almost had it sold to you know, the Humane Society or the uh, or PETA or an organization like that. Okay. And they almost did it. So almost doesn't count, but you can't, as uh, Wayne Gretzky says, you cannot score unless you shoot. So at least we're shooting and trying to hit. That's what you got to do. But you got to have an idea that you got to even know that this is possible. So I'm glad you brought up that sponsored idea because it is possible. All right, Scott, last thing I know, I saw that um, from reading your bio and reading your website that you've worked with some lawyers over the years. We have a lot of lawyers that watch the show on YouTube. A lot of lawyers listen on the podcast. I have uh, over 100,000 lawyers in my database that we're going to promote this interview to. What do you do? What do you do with lawyers? Give us an example of something that you've done with lawyers over the years. I've done a lot of books for lawyers. I, first of all, I like lawyers because they're usually good writers. Okay. In fact, this book here is written by a lawyer. It's about the, uh, it's called Billy Gogan. It's about Irish history and uh, the Irish immigrant story to America. And he's a lawyer, not quite retired, but won't be long, but he loves to write. He's a real uh, Irish uh, historian. And so anyway, uh, what I do for lawyers, though, is a number of things. For some lawyers, I do litigation support p- public relations. Sometimes you can't get the case uh, heard in, the, in a court of law uh, to the extent you can. You can say some things in the public court of opinion that you can't say in the courtroom. And uh, there's ways to get things across uh, in, a, in a public that gets them fired up about something that the court is not going to uh, uh, hear. Or in one case we did in New York, we actually had a ABC, CBS cover uh, a trial in the courtroom and reported on a case that were, there were, where the, the person actually won the lawsuit. They got a judgment, but the insurance company never paid it. Well, they paid it after they, they, the judge couldn't throw them out of the courtroom. They got so much coverage on it that we generated that they got their million, one million three check and got the insurance company to cough up the money. Okay, which was an incredible story, but that's another, that's not a book necessarily. You could write a book about it. Uh, but as far as books are concerned for authors, the thing that's, that's interesting about uh, the legal field is there are books, there are a lot of places like Lawyers Weekly, you got National, you got, uh, you got the, so many publications cover legal issues and they do features on books that authors write. So there's placement. You got to, but you got to have the database, which I have. You got to get reach out to the right person, which we do, and you got to you know they get it's got to be a book they're interested in. It can't be about you know cooking, you know with cherry jam or something. It's got to be relevant to the legal industry, and oftentimes it is. And those where we that's where we get the biggest hits. If it's a book about legal issues or a legal mystery, uh, then 
how can the legal community turn that down, right? So that's great. We've been we've been talking this half hour with Scott Lorenz. He is fantastic for getting publicity for professionals and for authors. That's how I met him by reaching out, looking for great authors to interview on this show. Scott pitched me a good author, and then I said, "Hey, listen, I like your pitch. I went to your website. I like what you do, and I like the fact that you work with professionals." So I decided to bring him in so that we could have a conversation with him. Scott, I really appreciate you being here. Where can our folks find you if they want to hear more about your services? What's the best place to go? Uh, you go to my website, westwindcos.com. Westwind, like blown in the wind, cos.com. That's uh, my main website. You could also call me. You can call my uh, office at uh, 734-667-2098. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll answer many, many times. I'll answer the phone. And people actually are amazed that I answer the phone. It's like, what? So as, a, as an aside, I've gotten more business from answering the phone, particularly at five o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, anybody who calls me at five o'clock on a Friday afternoon, I'm answering because the fact that they're working at five o'clock on a Friday tells me that they got something going on and maybe I can help them. I so, put a story in New York Times on answering the phone at five o'clock in the afternoon. That's awesome. All right. So what we're going to do, we're going to take Scott's phone number. We're going to put it in the notes below the show on YouTube. We're going to put it in the notes on the website. We're going to put it in the, in the notes on iTunes. We're also going to take the websites that I gave you. Book Marketing Expert with hyphens in between. Book hyphen marketing hyphen expert.com. We're going to take westwindcos.com. We're going to put that all in the show notes. If you're listening to this on iTunes, do us a favor, and no matter what you thought, rate the show on iTunes, write an opinion. Well, and if you're listening like on it, iTunes, don't rate it. I mean, come on. We want to be fair. No matter what you think, no matter what you think, rate us on iTunes. Also, if you're listening on iTunes right now, unless you're driving, you need to go to YouTube because we put extra stuff on YouTube that we don't include in the podcast. And YouTube is the place to be. For all the past shows, you can see all the people I've interviewed in all their glory. If you're listening on the podcast, it doesn't do Scott justice. He's an absolutely stunning man. You got to see him on YouTube. Oh, shut Scott, <laughs> it has been a pleasure having you on the show, Scott. Thanks for joining us today. Those of you who are listening, I'll see you right back here. Well, I'll hear, you'll hear me right back here next week. Those of you who are on YouTube, you'll see me right back here next week on Thursday. We do this every Thursday. A new show is released at noon. Until then, here's hoping you do this and sell more. Do this, sell more. My name is Dave Lorenzo, and my mission is to help you make a great living and live a great life. We'll see you right back here next Thursday. We hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Give us your feedback on each episode and get access to our free sales training course at dothissellmore.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Do This, Sell More.